You're listening to the Stronger Than Before podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Johnston. Let's get into this week's episode. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Stronger Than Before podcast. Thanks for hopping on this Monday, and um, thank you for your support for this podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm really excited for this week's topic. It's something that I am super passionate about, and I've spent a lot of uh, mental energy on this topic lately because I am training for a half marathon. Um, But before I get into the topic, I do want to give a little bit of a weekly update. Um, First things first, Quinn and I ran a 10K on Saturday as our long run for training for our half marathon, and it went really well, uh, other than the fact that it was pretty cold outside and it recently snowed a lot. And we still wanted to run outside, so when we got to the track, it was super snowy, and that meant that our shoes got pretty soaked through, which was kind of unfortunate. Um, But we pushed through, and I feel like we're stronger because of it. So that was a really fun experience, and I'm pretty proud of myself for getting the 10K done. So I felt like I did pretty good. I didn't stop um, and walk. I've been training for a while now, and I feel like I'm definitely improving when it comes to endurance, Um, and it was fun. Like, the first mile is always the hardest for me, so getting into it, I was, like, kind of having those little moments of doubt where I was thinking, am I going to be able to run six miles? Like, I'm already tired, and it's only half a mile in, but then after a little while, I got used to it, and I just got into the zone. My heart rate lowered a little bit and I didn't push it too hard I just wanted to make sure I got the 10k done and it ended up working out really well and I was super proud of myself I didn't have an amazing pace but it was still the first time I've ever run a 10k so I was proud of myself for finishing it for running the whole thing and just for following my training plan and getting closer to the actual half marathon which is coming up and I am getting so excited for the half marathon me and my dad are both training for it and keeping each other accountable and motivated and it's just so exciting because every week we're running like you know farther distances than we ever have before and we're getting better at our endurance and our speed and so it's just fun to have something that you're really proud of yourself for and if you are able to I would recommend like in your lifetime just setting the goal to run a half marathon Um, obviously not everyone is able to but whatever you're capable of if you could run a half marathon I would recommend like it will teach you a lot about like pushing yourself and working really hard and doing what you thought was impossible. So those are definitely life lessons that I find really valuable and I would definitely recommend. And I will be talking more about half marathon training in this episode, so I'll get more into that in a little bit. Um, A couple other things that happened this week. I was not as good at keeping up with my reading, unfortunately. I got really distracted with the busyness of life and I just didn't make the time for it. 
and I want to do better at that this week. So every night I'm making a goal to read one chapter of the book that I'm reading right now just so I can finish my book and just make sure I'm still making my way through to my 50 books goal for this year. Um, School was really weird this last week because Monday there weren't classes for President's Day and then there was a snow day on Wednesday because it snowed. It snowed so much that our classes were recommended to be online. So I had an online class and I worked remote and it was kind of nice, honestly. But I did feel a little bit off because my routines were so weird with not having school Monday and Wednesday. So it just felt like a short week and I'm kind of relieved to be getting back into a normal routine. I don't know about you guys, but when my routine is off, it just, it messes with everything. Um, But I ended up pushing through and had a good week. Something that I was really proud of myself for this last week was I was trying really hard to drink a lot more water than I normally do because that's kind of a weakness of mine. I'm trying to improve. So I have this uh, Stanley water bottle that I love. I Someone gave it to me as a gift when I was recovering from my back surgery. So I, I love it even more because I think of them when I, I'm drinking from it and it's the best. Like I love how it fits into the cup holders in your car. Um, but anyway, so having a cute water bottle totally motivates me to drink more from it. And I have been doing really well and I feel like it's helped me to feel better in general. Like I honestly think drinking more water made running better. And I think it also makes me just feel better when it comes to, like, eating food and, like, everything just feels a little bit better. Although there's one thing that is really hard for me when I drink a lot of water, which, sorry if it's awkward, but I have to pee a lot more. And it's difficult because I feel like I have to pee, like, every 30 minutes. And sometimes it's just not easy because... Like, I was on a group FaceTime call with some of my friends, and literally, I was like, okay, sorry, I have to pee, I'll be right back. Like, two or three times, and they were like, are you okay? (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm just drinking a lot of water. Um, So that is the downside of drinking a lot of water. I wish there was, you know, something that you could do to fix that. Unfortunately, I don't know if there actually is, but the water is probably drinking enough water is worth the having to go to the bathroom more. Um, But yeah, I think that's everything that's been going on this week. I am excited because March is coming up. Um, Hopefully that means warmer weather really soon because it's just been cold and I am a little bit tired of the winter. Sorry to all of you winter lovers. I am just a little bit more into the warm weather. So I am ready for spring. And I keep checking the weather, like the 10-day forecast, and crossing my fingers that one of these days I'll see warm weather, and soon it will be the case. I know it. It's, it's going to come up any day now. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think it's about time to get into this week's episode. All right, I'm really excited to be talking about half marathons today because this is something that I could talk about forever and I feel like it's one of my favorite things when I run into someone and I learn that they are a runner too and 
if they've trained for a half marathon, I could just talk to them forever because there are so many different aspects that like a runner just loves to talk about. So anyway, on that note, I am just very excited to have this topic today because it's just something that I really do enjoy talking about. And I want to start out with something that I think every runner should start out with before they start training for a race or even before you start running. And this is something that was important for me um, during the hard moments. And essentially, it's just having a why or a motivation or knowing a reason, knowing the reason why you are running. Um, and it, it could be really deep or it could be pretty simple, but as long as it keeps you going and you know what it is, then you're set. Uh, I have lots of whys and I think my motivation for running has definitely changed over the years as I have changed, um, but it keeps me motivated on the nights when it's late and I still haven't gotten my run in, but I need to, um, or the cold days when I'm just feeling no motivation that's when the discipline kicks in and having a why really helps your discipline and if your why is like really connected to who you are and like it just gives you more of a reason to keep going um so i think for me my why is definitely connected to my back surgery and having this experience that helped me to understand what it's like to not be able to do anything and not be able to do the kinds of things that I didn't know how much it meant to me until it was taken away. And I didn't know that there were all these things that I really did want to do in my lifetime. And for a second, I was wondering if I would be able to. Um, And so just like having that kind of like woke me up and it, it woke up this desire in me to want to train and work really hard and to figure out what potential I had in me and so that is pretty much my why Um, when I am training for a specific race like for example this is my first half marathon I think to myself like I already registered I already paid what it costed to sign up so I'm not gonna waste that um But, like, money isn't the best motivator, in my opinion. I feel like there are so many other reasons that could motivate you, whether it just be this wanting to improve yourself or wanting to become stronger. That's definitely another piece of my why. I want to be the strongest person I can be. And so just this constant, like, evolution of who I am and changing and becoming someone that's stronger. Um, so I would just encourage you to really like reflect and maybe write about it, like, cause writing it down helps you to remember it and then take a picture or find a quote that helps you to remember your why. Um, there's a quote that I love and I think I've talked about it before. Um, but it's like, it's something about running towards your wildest dreams. Like you should be running as if you're on fire towards your wildest dreams. And that's kind of something that helps me to feel motivated. Not only is it kind of a play on words because I am running towards my wildest dreams, which is like being able to run a half marathon right now. Um, but it just like, it makes me feel like I need to accomplish something. So just do some reflection 
um, and think about what keeps you motivated and what really matters to you most in life and then connect that to a race or connect it to a training and that'll help you going when it gets hard and I think that's the key to change and everyone like I feel like that's always something people are struggling with is like how do you stay motivated how do you keep going because eventually it's going to get hard and you're going to get stuck you're going to hit a wall something's going to happen where all of a sudden you're like questioning or doubting yourself and in order to keep going through you just need to have this reason you need to have something that's going to help you and remind you why because if you're asking yourself like why am I doing this? Then your why probably wasn't important enough to you. So I would just recommend really like getting to know yourself a little bit better and thinking about what would really motivate you to keep going when it gets hard. Because when it comes to running, it's going to get really hard at times. Like especially when you're starting this long distance training and you're four miles in and there's two more to go and every step feels like a really long distance like it's difficult and that's the thing is like it's really not easy and you have to have a reason why for yourself to keep going so anyway on that note um after knowing your why i think it's also important to be prepared um, by having the right gear and equipment and there's some gear and equipment that is necessary and there's some that's kind of just like it helps but it's not necessary and I feel like whenever I like to watch YouTube videos that are like here's all the running accessories that helps you with a half marathon and as a beginner I'm coming to see like which things are really important and worth the investment and which things are more just optional and maybe it would make a difference for you maybe not so much so I'm just going to share a little bit of what I've come to see as really important for me and the first thing which I feel like everyone talks about is really good running shoes Um, because obviously you don't want to first of all it's going to prevent injuries if you have good running shoes and also it'll keep you going like if they're gonna fall apart really quickly then obviously they're not built good enough for a half marathon um so for me I invested in a pair of hokas and then I I got a new pair of hokas for my birthday as well Um, and they're my favorite I love the brand and I feel like their shoes are super nice um and I think they're worth the cost. Um, I, right now, I'm training in Mach 4s, and I like them because they can also be used in the gym. Like, they're kind of, they're not flat foot, but they're flat enough that it works well in the gym, too. Um, But I love them. And I also like Brooks. Those are the kinds of shoes I used before I got into Hoka's, and I am also really happy with Brooks. And so those are my top two favorites. I would recommend going to a running store and having a fitted a fitting for you where they can personally see like how you run and what kinds of shoes would be best built for you because there are so many different brands 
and styles that are completely different and there's going to be something that works better for you than it would for me okay and then after shoes i would say a couple of pairs of running socks so different than just like everyday wear socks because for me i've found this to be necessary because i would get some like chafing and some irritation in my feet when i didn't have good socks and also having the tab on the ankle makes a big difference so that it doesn't fall down into your shoe and i absolutely hate how that feels when you're like walking um on your sock (laughs) so um i would recommend just investing in a couple of them you don't need a lot as long as you don't lose socks like crazy which i know some people do so i would recommend good shoes a couple pairs of good socks and i think that is necessity um so i would categorize that as a necessity i would say a running watch is not a necessity to begin with um but if you are really into running it is nice um i got a running watch after like two or three years of running and i love it and i wear it all the time i don't even i wear it like as a normal watch too so i have a koros pace 2 i believe and it's been great like i love having a watch while i'm running and it is kind of an investment so i would say maybe wait until you know that like running is your thing and you're going to be doing it a lot because it does cost a lot and i don't want the price to like scare people away from running because there's so much that you can do without spending a bunch on all these different accessories and i have done this myself so i don't blame anyone who does this But I've noticed that people like to buy a lot of things before they start doing something. Um, And I feel like it's because they think having the things will motivate them more. And sometimes that's true, but sometimes it's also just a waste of money. So I would say start running without a watch first. Other than that, I have been looking into getting a running vest to hold my phone and gels and things like that during the race. I actually don't have it yet, so I wouldn't say that's a necessity. I would say that's a good option to look into, and I will update you on if it ends up working really well for me. But I do have a sleeve that I I liked to wear this more when I didn't have a running watch. So... If you don't have a watch, I would recommend maybe getting a running sleeve or something to put your phone in if that bothers you because I hated having things in my hands. So that was really helpful for me. Um, But other than that, I think those are the main things that I would say are like necessities. Good running shoes, running socks. You're going to need a water bottle because you're going to need water, but you probably already have a water bottle. Um, When it gets hot out, and it's really sunny, you're going to want sunscreen because you can really easily get sunburned, even on days when the sun isn't out. Like just the other day, it was really cold out and it had snowed and I got a little bit of sun and I was so surprised. And I was like, shoot, I need to start putting sunscreen on on my outdoor runs. So sunscreen is a necessity. Um, I've seen people wear sunglasses on their runs. I haven't done that yet, but I might look into that as it gets warmer. Um yeah i think those are the main things that i would say other than a couple good pairs of running shorts or leggings depending on the weather um i like having really good 
um, sports bras and things that I know will have good support. And yeah, I think those are the main things with running gear that I have found to be important for me. Um, okay, so here's some other tips that I like wrote down because I was trying to think about what I have learned throughout running. So other than gear, I would say one of the most important things that I have realized is how important it is to fuel yourself. And a lot of people like to run without eating before and I'm not going to judge you if you do that like like I said every body is different but for me I have noticed a big difference in my energy and my ability to run faster and just push myself when I do fuel like a lot more than you might think and and so I do love to have like a banana before running um especially if it's early in the morning I have to eat a little bit, um, so like maybe a granola bar or half a granola bar, um, a banana, half a banana, whatever. You kind of have to do some trial and error with this to figure out what works best for you. And that's something else I was thinking about is how important it is to be not a af- don't be afraid to fail and to have bad runs because those bad runs are going to teach you a lot about what you need to do to have a good run and all of this training when you're training for a half marathon every single race that you have a bad run is getting you closer to this like really good half marathon run so you'll learn something about like when do you need to eat like how long before you run um are you able to drink water and also like should you be practicing drinking water and fueling during your run um Essentially, just don't be afraid if you have a bad run. That doesn't mean that you're a bad runner. It's just that there's so many different variables that you're going to have to figure out. And you're going to make all these little tweaks. And then you're going to have a really good run. And make sure that when you have a good run, you take note of all the things that you did differently. Because you're going to want to repeat it similarly. Um, Okay, so yeah, fueling is really important. Drinking enough water, like I said in the intro, I drank a lot of water recently and it's made a big difference on my running and I feel like I feel better and I just have a lot more, I don't know how to, I don't know the word for it, but it's good and it has made a big difference. So drink a lot of water, fuel before you run um, and definitely fuel after. Um, Running expends a lot of energy and you're going to be burning a lot of calories so you're going to want to be fueling yourself that much more uh, so that you can continue to recover and have that energy Um, which leads me into another important element that I have become more acquainted with recently which is recovery and I I feel like (laughs) my long runs always result in something being really sore like the first not the first long run but like my five mile long run I had a really sore hip and I was nervous I was like I think I'm gonna have to skip my recovery run on Monday because even though it is a recovery run I just don't want this to become like more inflamed and that was the right choice for me because the next day it was fine and So sometimes you have to take time off to recover and that's really scary when you have to like break away from a training plan, but don't be afraid to break away from it a little bit because recovery is the most important thing when it comes to a half marathon. You do not want to be running when you're injured. Um, It's just going to make your injuries worse and 
for me, running is kind of more of like this lifestyle. I really want to be able to exercise and use my body in so many different ways throughout my life. So I know that I'm constantly needing to be keep myself in check. Um, and I need to make sure that I am like recovering really well so that I'm just not overdoing it and so that I know my body is just in a good place um, physically and so I would just say like make sure you're doing your stretches on a side note like do your warm-up and your cool down so I guess that's kind of a whole different thing so recovery is important um Another way to really prevent injuries is to make sure you're doing a warm-up and a cool-down. And this helps so much for our 10K on Saturday because Quinn was like, hey, I want to do this video for my warm-ups. And I usually just do my own little warm-up stretches, but following along with a video really made a big difference. Um, And I can link it in the description of this episode, but we followed along with a warm-up video and a cool-down, and I think it made all the difference with our run Um, because I just felt so good. Like, my muscles felt warm and not, like, tight, and it was great. So I would recommend putting aside, like, 10 minutes, more more time than you might think because... Like, the warm-up is a big part of having a successful run. Um, Something that I've also learned from training for this half marathon, specifically in the winter, is that you need to wear, like, winter apparel and be aware of, like, what the weather is outside and really dress for that. Um, And also be willing to try different things. Like, if it's super cold, then don't be afraid to try the treadmill. I have grown really comfortable with the treadmill. I actually surprised myself and I ran five miles straight on the treadmill. I never thought that I would be able to do that because I get really bored and just like staring at the wall and running in place. I always thought that would be something I would never do, but it was so cold outside and it was kind of like snowy and icy. I decided I needed to. And so ended up doing that run on the treadmill and it was really good. So, um, I'm kind of all over the place, but I'm having so many thoughts at the same time. This is how you can tell I love top talking about this, but what came to mind is the fact that like, you're going to need to be able to adjust and be willing to try new things and not have this like limiting mindset. Because when you tell yourself like, I'm never going to be able to do that or say, I don't like the treadmill or I don't like running this or I don't know. Anything that you tell yourself you don't like to do or you're bad at is going to become more true every time you tell yourself that because it's just a story that you're like you're living it and if you wanted to you could be good at that you could be the person that says actually I am pretty good at running on the treadmill and it doesn't bother me and so I've learned that I kind of need to shift my mindset to never having those limiting beliefs because it makes it so much harder to push through like on a day when I really don't want to run outside I can still get my run done on the treadmill so That's something that I have learned a lot. So going back to running outside in the cold and wearing the right um, apparel. I have had runs where I run outside and I'm really cold and I definitely didn't dress like warm enough. 
and that's kind of dangerous. I actually was talking to one of my friends who's also run a half marathon, and she was talking about how she ran outside without like enough winter warming apparel, like a balaclava, and it threw off her running game for weeks. She said that it damaged um, her cilia, and it just can do a lot of damage. Like it can really throw off everything for a long time. And she was saying she was running in like below zero degree weather. So that's obviously where you need to be bundling up. But when I like to run outside, I just, sometimes I forget, like, what am I supposed to wear? And if you just do a quick Google search, it'll remind you, like, usually you dress like it was 10 degrees cooler or warmer, excuse me. You dress as if it's 10 degrees warmer than it is outside because your body will become a little bit warmer from the run. Um, But if it's 30 degrees, you dress like it's 40 degrees, you're still going to want to wear like, I don't know, a long sleeve, leggings or something, maybe gloves. Um, My ears get really cold, so I definitely have to wear like something to cover my ears. And this is all like knowing your body, testing different things, but being careful and definitely like being familiar with the circumstances. Um, So yeah, I think those are my main tips. I had a lot of half marathon training has been really fun. Actually, I did want to talk about one other thing, which is cross training. Um, So when you're training for a half marathon, don't be afraid to implement other kinds of exercise, whether it be biking, swimming, uh, just dance or walking, hiking. There's so many different things that count as cross training, which you can do while you're training for a half marathon. And they still help to build your um, endurance, like your aerobic and anaerobic like progress will really improve with that cross training. And so that's something that I've really enjoyed. Whenever you kind of get a little bit bored of running, just feel free to switch it up a little bit. And you're still going to be making progress. You're still going to be getting closer to that half marathon. Don't let the 13 miles scare you so bad into just like boring yourself with running. Like you should be enjoying this. This should be something that you look forward to. And um, I think one of the best ways to do that is to keep it exciting by mixing it up with different workouts all the time. Um, And I think that's it for now. I have so many different things I could talk about. Maybe I'll do a part two after I actually run my half marathon and talk about things I wish I knew. But I I loved talking about this. Uh, Let me know if you have any questions or if you have any other episodes you'd be interested in hearing. Um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and have a good start to March. Uh, Make sure you're thinking about what kind of goals you want to accomplish because that will make sure that you're not remaining stagnant. And that's how you get stronger is by constantly making sure that you're always looking for ways you can improve and become stronger. And I hope that you have a great rest of the week. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Stronger Than Before podcast. I hope that this episode meant something to you. Please consider leaving a review or sharing this episode with someone who you think could benefit from it. Last but not least, you are so much stronger than you know, and I hope you have a great rest of your week.
See you next time.